Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. Learn to take a break. Learn to slow down. Hi, this is Keith Tusi with Leadership in Context. We are in lesson number two on lessons learned. I'm taking this from chapter 18 on my book, The God Who Intervenes, where I just do some introspection there and uh, share, you know, some life lessons. The first one was about anger. The second one, uh, the lesson is called Slow Down. Uh, And I talk in there about the fact that I was never good at uh, taking a break, mainly because I was always a pretty high-energy person. And the truth is, I would rather do something than sit around and do nothing. Uh, people always ask me, well, what's your recreation? Well, my recreation is 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 work, you know, not, and not just the work of the ministry. It might be working on the car. It might be working in the yard. It might be helping one of the kids work on their house. It might be helping one of the members in the church, you know, do something that they need a hand with. Uh, I always like kind of staying engaged. And uh, the problem with that is that you think that everybody is on that same level. And I think one of the mistakes I made, quite honestly, is that I equated that energy level with uh, spirituality. I equated that energy level with with like being righteous, like what's the matter, you can't keep up with me. And, And let me say unequivocally, I think work is a righteous thing. God said, six days you shall work. That's what he said, okay? And uh, But I think maybe we've taken that to a place that really is not healthy. And uh, I know if I had it to do over again, I would recognize that there were times that doing nothing uh, with my family especially would have been more productive than doing something. I mean, we did do things together as a family. A lot of them were projects. And, you know, I taught my kids skills and all of them. All of them are great workers. They're very responsible. Uh, they've been very productive. They've been very blessed. But, you know, there are greater things I could have invested in just slowing down and uh, spending more time with them and not just always measuring my day by what I got done. I, I think that's a real part of life. And I don't think anybody should celebrate laziness and slothfulness. The Bible surely doesn't. And, uh, you know, I always make the joke about the Greek word for work is work. The work of the ministry is a very real thing. And anybody you know who's fruitful in ministry, while they may have many amazing gifts, uh, they they are hard workers. And I am aware of people that have many amazing gifts, that are not necessarily hard workers, and they're not getting the fruit from their field of ministry that they could if they knew how to work. So here's what would happen. People would say to me, oh, you need to take a break. And I would say, oh, yeah, yeah, you're you're right. I, I, I need to take a break. And I would intellectually agree with that. Uh, but somehow I would never do it because I didn't feel the need. And that's probably the phrase I want you to get here. I didn't feel the need. Now, if somebody said to me, oh, I didn't come to church because I didn't feel the need, I'd call them a sinner, you know, 
or I, or I didn't do my job. I didn't go to work today because I didn't feel the need or, you know, I, I, I didn't change oil in my car because I didn't feel the need or, you know, I didn't witness to somebody because I didn't feel the need. I want you to think about this scenario. I would say, you know, what's wrong with you? Or at least I would think that if I wouldn't say it. Uh, but here was me acknowledging from men older than me around me, especially as a young, a younger guy saying, Hey, you need, you, you know, you need to take, uh, a break once in a while. Uh, but I didn't feel the need rather than just saying, right, that's the right thing to do. And, and for some of you, you just heard God right there. There's just the right thing to do. Like I wasn't good at taking vacations. I would let my family take vacations and maybe only take part of the vacation with them or take none of it with them. Never thinking that I was cheating them because I felt fine about it and they had a great time probably without me. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's probably more true than I want to admit. But, you know, I, I was just going by what I felt, but in any other endeavor, I would have said that that was just the lowest form of any kind of leadership or self-discipline is to go by how you feel. You know, I tell the story in the book that we were in Wichita doing this great uh, campaign. It turned into a 40-day thing. I was arrested several times, but there was a stretch like for 18-hour days because we were dealing literally with thousands of people and media and everything. And then finally, this this federal judge had me arrested for violating uh, his injunction, and, and they put me in jail, and they put me in this little intake cell there. Uh, where I was by myself, and and I woke up a day and a half later. I woke up like uh, I'd slept for like eighteen hours, and the guards told me that they had checked on me several times because they thought maybe something had gone wrong. They'd come in and like check my pulse. I mean, I had never slept like that in my life. I'm actually still a, a fairly light sleeper. Uh, I sleep better now than I used to. But I mean, even at that, I wasn't, I wasn't getting it. Like my body, I was so stretched out. And you know, all the studies, by the way, with work now tell you, you know, you hit a certain level, you're diminishing returns. You're better off taking a nap. You're better off taking a break. You're better off taking a day off. There's just so much you can do. And that's where, I think that's where a lot of mistakes are made in ministry. I think that's where a lot of mistakes are made in family and in businesses where you just have a higher opinion of yourself than you should and you're operating in fatigue and uh, you think that you can just do better than you're really doing. Uh, you know, they, they found this out in athletics, like offensive linemen and defensive linemen. You know, they rotate these guys when they're doing long series and they're finding out that they're better off, that they, they do better when they're like that, even though that person rotating with them may not have the skill level they have. They're getting that breath. They're getting that breather. Uh, they do that on purpose. Sometimes that guy doesn't feel like he needs a break. But the coach is saying, okay, we've, we've just discovered this is the best way to operate. Uh, learn to take a break. Don't trust your feelings. Look at your schedule and say, okay, I haven't taken a break in X amount of days. I haven't taken a day off. We haven't gone away and spent a night together. We haven't taken a little weekend with the kids. Uh, how about if you're an employer 
you know, I always tell employers, you know, money is great. You need to bless people with your money. But if you want people to really love working for you, give them an unexpected day off. Just say, you know what? You know, for the last two months, we've really been working hard and I scheduled you a day off. Next Thursday, don't worry about coming into work. They'll fall over. <laughs> they might want to kiss your feet while they're down there. I mean, you got to pay them, obviously. That's the coup de gras. But I tell you, just give them the gift of a day off and they will love you. Uh, and they will know that you think about it. And you know what? It'll be great for your business, too. They'll probably come back and work two days worth the next time they work. Uh, you know, I think as a, as a leader in ministry, if you have staff people, just honoring them, giving them a break. Uh, you know, I always try to be great with people when they have personal things going on or they've got to be off for a family item. You know, we just pay them. Uh, that's that's giving them the time off. Uh, I, I think God's big enough to cover that, okay? Uh, so I would say to you, don't, don't be deceived about how you feel. You know, the Sabbath principle is not to get you to recover when you're when you're exhausted and you're wiped out. The Sabbath principle is to keep you fresh, okay? To take that time away, uh, to take that one sixth, and and I don't think I think very few people do it, even when they take breaks. I mean, to really take an honest full day off. I, I don't know that I'm too good at that. I mean, I try. I'm getting better. I am getting a little better because I'm realizing it's not just based on my need. It's based on me keeping going and using the days the Lord has allotted to me and getting as much out of them as I possibly can. So maybe that's the bit of wisdom in here is really look at your calendar and plan your breaks. Whether you feel like it, you need a break off or you don't. Uh, plan your time off. I'm taking that day off. That day right there, I'm going to circle it, and I'm taking that day off, and that day I'm, we're just not going to do anything. I'm going to read a book. Uh, we're going to go out to eat, or I'm going to order pizza, you know, but I'm going to take a break. And uh, I found out that doing nothing can really help you be restored and to do something with a much better edge. The other thing that ties into this, and I want to take a minute here and just go over this, is if you're not taking a break, you're really not enjoying the fruit of your labor and you're always pressing. You're always going to see the glass half empty. When you're not taking a break, you're not operating in faith. When you're not taking a break, it's not forcing you to really... Uh, enjoy the fruit of your labor, forcing you to be thankful, forcing you to show gratitude for what you have accomplished and what is going on. When you're always being driven, it's really you're training your heart not to be thankful and not to be appreciative. Uh, vision is a great thing, you know, and uh, discipline is a great thing and a work ethic is a great thing. But, you know, taking time off shows that you believe those things are working, okay? So I, I trust that thought will sink into your heart and you will be an appreciative person that when you work, you can work with all your might as unto the Lord and that you understand that when you take a break, you're not letting God down and somehow God is big enough to take care of things without you in the midst of it. Hey, Keith Tusey with Leadership in Context. 
Thank you for letting me share this important time with you. Blessings. Today, Keith continued his discussion about the lessons he's learned. He writes about them in his book, The God Who Intervenes, which is available at nrpastors.com. Mistakes are made when you operate in fatigue and you think you are doing better than you really are doing. Learn to take a break. Don't trust your feelings. Learn to slow down. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.